Hey, friends and family out there. Hello. Where have we been? Where Where have we been? It has been a million years. It has. Uh, and, and you know what? We're sorry about that. But, you know, don't call it a comeback, I guess, right? I mean, Maybe here we you are. can. Here we are. Uh, so welcome back to Curb Stomping Cancer. Welcome Stinking Back. Yes, welcome Stinking Back. It's our first episode since February 19th. We apologize. Um, we've gotten messages and lots of love from you guys. So we are happy to be back. Marshall University, Ben Ng, we're happy to be back. Um, yeah, the Motley crew is back. I got yeah. you know, me, Jody, Ben, all here trying to get back on the on the wagon. Yeah, let's we do it. somehow fell off of. Let's do it. So there's been a really good reason as to why we have been on a little bit of a hiatus. Yes. So um, I'm going to be kind of be taking the role of asking some, Tia some questions. She's going to be the MC. Yeah, because... Um, like she said, there's a reason. So, Tia, um, guess what's been happening? Why don't you kind of tell us uh, what kind of came about? It was end of February. It was yeah, of January, February. Well, it actually started in December um, when two two pivotal things happened. A, I had tumor growth, so blueberries. Yep, blueberries for that. And B, or number two, because I can't remember if it said one or A or, you know, whatever. Uh, my oncologist of 13 years retired. And <laughs> so, we loved him. We loved him. Panic at the disco for that. However, um, I get handed off to a really wonderful oncologist here. And when we did a further deep dive into um, what I was eligible for for additional treatments, um, we realized that there was nothing left on the market for me to take Unless I wanted to do IV chemo every other week for the rest of my life. So. And who wants to sign up for that <laughs> shit? I don't. Right. I, I so, do not. Get a phone call. <clears throat> we are off to the races. Where'd we end up? Well, we ended up. So my oncologist that took me over um, from my retired oncologist was very, very. Gosh, he's so smart. He's scary smart. Um. But he said, listen, there's nothing really we could do for you here, except for, like I said, the IV chemo. Um, but there's this place down in Nashville um, called the Sarah Cannon Research Institute. And so, you know, I want to chuck you down there to a doctor that he had a lot of respect for. She's really amazing as well. And, you know, sent me down there so I can get on some clinical trials. So that's where I'm at. I am now currently in the middle of a clinical trial at the Sarah Cannon Research Institute. So we wanted to take some time kind of like easing back in uh, to make this episode um, kind of about Tia, an update, some information about what it kind of looks like if your doctor says the same thing to you. Right. Like, all right, do you want to do IV chemo again? Or do we want to see if you're eligible for something else somewhere else? You know, I've had friends that have had parents travel to Texas, travel other places. So please... Please, please, baby Jesus, if you don't feel like or if your doctor does not suggest finding something in a bigger city, in a bigger place with a research institute or something that has other things going on, suggest that to them or do your own research because Tia, you know, Dr. Silverman yep. um, suggested this for you, but there was some work involved to get you into there, this. There was some work involved, um, and it was... It was tedious. It was really tedious. So if you back up a little bit, you know, I'm going to give a little bit of, this is actually like a really cool part of history when it comes to the Sarah Cannon Research Institute. Sarah Cannon is actually the actress who played Minnie Pearl 
on Hee Haw. Really? Way, way back in the day. Yep. So if you remember, gosh, the young ones won't remember, but if you remember Watching Hee-haw. it with my grandparents. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Hee-haw back in the day. Mini Pearl was the one that wore like the big hat with the price tag that hung off of it and all this other stuff. Well, while Nashville was sleeping, she bought up like half of the property in that place. <laughs> smart She gal. was a smart, smart gal. Mm-hmm. And she ultimately ended up, um, it's my understanding, she ended up passing away from cancer. However... She did basically take all of her fortunes and properties and that kind of thing and donated it towards cancer research. Which is really fucking cool. It's really fucking cool. So that's how we get to the Sarah Cannon Research Institute. Funny sidebar, um, one of my girlfriends, Jessica, shout out to J-Dub, is she thought I said Sarah Connor Research Institute. from Roseanne? No, from Terminator. Oh, and I'm like, totally yeah, she's like, place. wait a minute, what? And I'm like, Sarah Cannon. She's like, oh, I thought you said Sarah Connor. She's like, I thought they were going to take you down and turn you into a cyborg and you were going to like, you know, fight the robots of the future with <laughs> Which Star, fine with Star Net or well. Skynet or whatever it was called. So, <clears throat> nope, it is Sarah Connor or Sarah Cannon. No, I'm going to say it backwards. So, Sarah Cannon Research Institute. So, what they do with these clinical trials. So, I was on a clinical trial 13 years ago. And they were doing an add-on therapy. It was a double-blind study, so the doctor didn't know if I was on it or getting the, the medication or not. I didn't know what I was getting. could be that or placebo. However, at the time, my standard of care did not change. So they were adding on a therapy to something that I was already getting, th- getting therapy for, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I got unblinded and I was on placebo, my health wasn't really at risk. Well, that's good. Right, exactly. Yeah, why not? This, this particular instance with the trial that I'm on now it's open label so because they're not willing to gamble on obviously people's health so because I'm not on anything else as far as the the cancer stuff goes so you had to stop your other yeah because once you push through and get a tumor growth that drug that you were on is null and void okay it doesn't do anything for you so I it's an open label trial. Am I getting ahead of it? Because it's by a company. I'm sorry, if I start coughing. Yes, we need to address Tia's cough. <laughs> Let's address Tia's cough. It's not the Rona. Um, <laughs> it's worse. It's <laughs> Yeah, I almost wish it was the Rona, right? So I do have metastatic cancer in my lungs. You guys know this. What happens is those tumors have started to push on the nerve endings in my lungs, which causes like little spasms and makes me cough. It's great. So she's going to be taking little. So I essentially look like typhoid, typhoid Mary anytime like I'm out in public. And they're like, why are you coughing? Mm, it's cancer, bitch. Sorry, I can't do anything about it. So no anyway, if you are watching the video and you see me sling this microphone away from me and like look like I'm hacking myself to death. That's, that's why. why. That's why. Okay. That's why. So right. anyways, where were we? Um, back to the clinical trial. Um, so it pushed through. It pushed through. Your doctor suggested to us skid, try to this, skedaddle. Yep, right? so get I out get of a town. Phone call that's like da 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 da. So then it was blood work, scans, <clears throat> and then T and I had a fun cancer filled trip to we did. Nashville. And listen, we did have fun. We did. Despite the can, I mean that place was lovely. Don't get me wrong, but we ended up having fun. Stayed at a great hotel. Got a great few meals and yeah you listen you got to make a party of it that's the whole point we've talked about it a thousand times yes let's and and let's not let's take a moment to discuss how wonderful this place was well-oiled machine clean yeah on time 
all these fancy amenities as far as coffee. You should see the new building. We're not even in that building. No, we're not in that building anymore. I mean, it was Honey, they got a new building and it is prime time. Like they have a whole little machine that is, do you want still water or do you want sparkling water? Do you want that lemon glass grass flavored? Do you want that watermelon flavored? Like this place is legit. Legit. Like right down to like, I want that couch for my, da- my living room, you know, because I need more couches. <laughs> so here we are. We go in. Guess what we did? I went with her. Yep. I took notes. Yep. Tia asked questions. I wrote things down. So rewind to one of our first episodes, whatever. Things still apply to us as well. Please take your people with you. Please yes. take pen, pen to paper. Um, come with questions. We came with questions. Yes. We left with a ton of information for Tia to kind of dive through and sit on for a little while. Yeah. Well, because um, I was eligible really for three different trials. Yes. So then it comes down to weeding out what I am or am not eligible for. So there was a couple that I was immediately not eligible for because, well, when they go in and like look at all my scans and they had to like do a bunch of research because I didn't have enough tumor burden. Oh, so your tumors weren't big enough? Yeah, I didn't have enough cancer. Um, Okay. So you're kind of like, yay? But also, boo, because you, like, I need to get on this clinical trial, right? Because your life is flashing before your eyes. So there was some hem-hawing back and forth on trying to figure out. It took about a month yeah, it for was them to really figure out what trial I could be a part of. Because a prior medication could knock you out of the running for one of those. If you've not been on a prior, medica- prior medication, that can knock you out. Like I said, not enough tumor burden. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of stats that you have to hit in order to be included into one of these trials. And there's a lot of really smart people. Oh my gosh. um, That are figuring all of this out. So when we were up there, she had her doctor, her doctor's PA. Yep. There was a nurse coordinator. There were all these moving parts. Yes. um, Which was really My trial coordinator. She was the one who did the homework to even see if I could be a part of these clinical trials. It's crazy. Um, Two of them were oral medications. One of them was an IV therapy. Um, and it was interesting because when they were talking to me about it, they're like, they just started on their first human clinical, first clinical trial on, on a human, like three days ago. That, yeah. <laughs> and I was and like, like uh, what? Was it like a pig or like, <laughs> like what? First time on a human, like three days before they were talking to me about it. So this stuff is pretty new. Um, having said that, obviously, you know, being in a part of a clinical trial is a way for them to get enough patients on drug to see if it's something that they have enough impact on their <clears throat> on their health, honestly, to if it gets FDA approval. Which is really, I mean, science. Look at how far, you know, we've come. So oh, I I've been like metastatic for seven years. Anybody that is doing this or thinking about doing this, I look at it as you're just helping. You're helping. You're helping. Move, you're helping moving forward. The yeah. data that they get off of you. So I watched my friend Tia act up. And you want to know what she acted up about? What did I act up about? Getting a port put back in her teeth. Oh, I threw it. Yeah, I wasn't doing she that. She was pissed. <laughs> and she was like, no. My doctor no. down there. Yeah, so my doctor down there, who, by the way, is stunningly brilliant. Um, yes, and beautiful. And we're, yeah, things. we're friends on on. On the social media, we're friends, yeah. On on LinkedIn, and man, some of the stuff that she throws out, like she's just so involved with ASCO and all these places that are just—it's just amazing. Anyways, 
Um, she's like, you're going to need to get a port put in. And I'm like, no, no, ma'am. She's like, yeah, but you're going to be so bruised up. Make life easy on yourself. Make Tia. life easy on yourself. And I'm like, when have I ever wanted to make life easy on myself? She's like, there's going to be all these blood draws before. Yep. And, after, da, da, da. and Tia was like, I, I don't care. Ain't going to do it. <laughs> I got one little itty bitty teeny tiny little vein in my arm and you better tap that sucker is all I can say. Yeah. So I got to see Tia like buck the doctor <laughs> for real. That was like the only time. Here's the thing. I don't want to go through another surgery and blah, blah, blah. And those things hurt and they stick out. Like they don't, like we've talked about it before. They don't actually stick out. It's under the skin, but it's not comfortable. And, and girl, my feet would start to sweat when someone talked about it. Yeah. Remember mine was in there like all slaunch ways. And they yes. had to yank it out anyway. Can't, so. can't do it. So anyways. Anyway, circle back. Circle back. So we get on to, they finally narrow me down into one of the clinical trials. Okay. And what's interesting is the one that I didn't have enough tumor burden for is the one that I ended up getting into because in the time that it took for them to get me on, I actually did have tumor growth. Because they made her stop taking yes. the other one. Because the other one had basically stopped working in, in December. Yes. So, yeah. So I did end up having enough tumor growth um, to be part of it. So it is a company called Olima Pharmaceuticals. Um, it's, a, it's a biotech company. Um, it is the, it's Brie 355 is, because there's not like a name for this yet because it's not FDA approved and all this other stuff. So it's either the Brie 355 or the OP-1250. Um, anytime you see any of these things, so if you go to like the Sarah Cannon Research Institute um, website, they will actually list out all of the clinical trials that they are involved in that spans multiple different kinds of cancer. It's not just breast cancer related, but spans all different kinds of cancer. And as you click on it, it will probably reroute you to clinicaltrials.gov. That's where you can find all clinical trials for all the drugs, for all the medical equipment, everything, period. So clinicaltrials.gov, if you're going to be a part of one of these trials, is a really great place to tap in. And actually, you can see, like, how many patients are involved or where they're at, if they're phase one, they're phase two, like, whatever that looks like. So... <clears throat> This one's been going on since 2020. I didn't realize it was been going on that long. Mm -hmm. So it was just a cycle that you started. Yes. So this okay. it was the the study start date was August 13th of 2020. So yes, I was one of the cycles that got that got put on. Um, it's a small molecule, a complete androgen receptor antagonist. So that is or Seran, C E R A N, uh, which is the OP 1250. So that's where I'm at, um, and that's that's the and so can drug you that talk I'm on. Kind of about um, so when when we were there, the the biggest thing is travel is involved. So Tia, why don't you speak a little bit about um, how they hand out these drugs? They can't just send you with a packet and trust you to take uh, no. Away. So, so talk a little bit about the way that my involved. regiment worked. Um, so I have to go to Nashville. I don't care if it's just for a simple blood draw. I have to go to Nashville. It's a five-hour drive. Um, we can't go down. Drive. You can't. It's not. <laughs> you can't. Like fuck that Blue Cross Park Parkway. <laughs> I fucking hate that road. Construction everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a five-hour drive down. There's no way you could go down and back in one day. Plus, do your doctor's appointment. So what they do is, is they actually book a hotel room for you, and it is paid for by the clinical trial. Um, so, for instance, like Olima like helps offset the price of that hotel room. 
it, they will reimburse. A lot of these trials will also reimburse like your mileage and that kind of thing. So you have to pay for your own meals, but you know, you're coming, you're not coming out of pocket for this and you're not coming out of pocket for the drug itself. So please, if you're researching this or if you're looking into this for yourself or for a loved one, um, that is why they have the coordinator that works to find the extra benefits. Because after Tia saw her doctor, another lady came in and was kind of like, okay, if you get in, this is what we can do for you. This is how we can kind of ease the burden financially, um, travel-wise, all of that good all of that good stuff because at the end of the day, they want the research. They want the subject. Yeah, they need you. They, they need you there. You. They yeah. want you. And yeah. so they're going to make that as easy as they can Yes, for you. and they have. They have actually like, I just, I roll into the same hotel every time and, you know, they've already got my name. They already know that it's through the Sarah Cannon Research Institute, the drug development unit, and then like, that's it, which is really nice. So one of the reasons why we've kind of been on this little hiatus was Tia was <laughs> in Nashville once a week for how long? So it was... The way my regiment goes, it was once a week for eight weeks. Um, and some of those would span over the course of like three days. Um, once a week for eight weeks. That is because whew, they needed the pharmacokinetics aspect. So of what this drug, this is like where they they test you, blood draws. They, you know, they do this throughout this first eight weeks. Because like I said, to get the pharmacokinetics, basically like, are you having reactions? What happens if you eat afterwards? What happens if you don't eat with the drug? If you do this, if you do that, like, so I would go down there for my PK days, the pharmacokinetics PK. I go down there for my PK days. I'd have to be there at seven o'clock in the morning. And there were times that I didn't leave till five o'clock in the afternoon. So they put you in a little room that has like a hospital bed and all this stuff. But you just sit there for like a full day. I had seven EKGs, seven blood draws. Hence the reason why she wanted me to get a port. So Tia still didn't get one. Still didn't get one. But you had seven EKGs, seven uh, blood draws. Um, they would come in and, you know, temperature and make sure that your, you know, blood pressure and stuff's okay. Um, but they would be like, you know, fasting before you, you know, take the pill, take the pill. Then you wait an hour to eat. They would come in and check your blood after that. I mean, it was just a lot. And then some days I'd have to go back the next morning. So it's like go down on Monday get treatment on Tuesday, drive home Wednesday. I mean, it was grueling. So I had um, several of those days. So it was every week for eight weeks. Now I am every other week for eight weeks. So I'm halfway through that part. Those are just blood draws. They're not, the, they're not those big PK days where they're like eight, nine, 10 hour long days. They're not like that anymore. And then once that eight weeks is over, I'll go down to just once a month. So... Once a month, forever? So, for as long as I can stay on the drug or unless the drug does not get approved. So, so once it gets approved, would that mean that your doctor would have it? To where po- you Possibly. Are- yeah, possibly. Um, so, it just depends on if I, if I can stay on it or not. Um, because there's a chance that I could still push through this drug. They're getting really good feedback out of this medication. Um, it's a very clean medication, what I mean by clean is you don't get a lot of like the fallout. I mean, I do have a lot of uh, fatigue, which is pretty typical, but I didn't have like vomit, vomiting and nausea and diarrhea and all this stuff that can hair loss. I didn't get any of that. Honestly, it's been, like I said, a pretty clean drug. So before you were having um, like more gastric stuff. So has that kind of calmed down because the drug you were on that was helping with that, you weren't allowed to take it? I'm not correct? allowed to take it. Yeah, because current medication could also impact the trial drug. So they want to make sure that there's nothing there that's going to cross over and, and mess with that trial drug. Because I was on um, one for, for reflux, 
that can actually mess with like the stomach acids, which also could impact how your trial drug is absorbed. So they took me off of that. They put me on something else. It's actually worked beautifully. So I don't know if I have those gastric problems with this particular drug or not. Hallelujah. All I know is Yay. exactly is I don't want to freaking hang myself because that that reflux, reflux was stealing my soul. Like, don't you take away my fucking pizza. Don't do it. <laughs> or your red wine. Or my red wine, which I still have not been able to have to dip my toe in on that one on occasion. Well, so... It's just, it's it's a big thing, and I know it's overwhelming, but, you know, I had offered to come a lot, and Tia was like, I don't want to babysit you. Like, I want to go down. They're hard days. They're hard days. They're long days. Yeah. No one's comfortable in a hospital bed. I don't care who you are. Nope. Um, so, she, you know, shout out to Jess. You know, she, you, you had some I've company. I've had some friends come down. So had yeah. some company, but, you know. You might want to be by yourself once you figure this part out. For but for the first part, please take your friends. Take your take friends. Your the member, reason why get I'm, all the information. I'm super comfortable being on the road by myself. That's literally like my job. So I'm super I'm comfortable not. being on the road by myself. Yeah. I don't care to stay in a hotel room by myself. I don't care to eat dinner by myself. I don't care. Like those things just don't bother me. So to me, it's just easier for me to like put my head down and barrel through it than it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I did drag down a couple of my friends and we like snagged the Jack White concert on a Sunday night, which is pretty freaking, cool. which is pretty freaking cool. Yes. Like, cause the hotel was paid for. So like, you know, tally ho. Right. So it was great. But, uh, for the most part, I just, I go down, I eat dinner at the same place because I know people there now, which makes the me happy. The hotel bar knows who you are. The hotel bar does not know who I am because <laughs> that hard hotel bar sucks. But I do go to Jeff Ruby's in Nashville every single time I'm there. Um, and I sit at the bar and all the guys there know me and it's great because it's like, you know, coming home. Absolutely. If I have to be got- there, like I might as well eat a really Good great food. dinner and yes, and be able to chat with people. So Make the most of it. Make the most of it. So we've kind of touched on how you're feeling and... Oh, I feel like garbage. Yes. So huh. let's go let's go back into this because um those of us that have been through chemo, been through treatment, know that you be, kind of become a really good faker, right? Yes. You turn it on, you turn it off, you um kind of fake it till you make it. Oh yeah. When you're around people, you know, because it's just easier than Well, it is. You, you know. hate giving the explanations so, all the time. So let's take a second that even though this is keeping you kind of where we need you to be and providing all this beautiful data, but let's talk about how you're actually feeling. Real talk. Real talk. No bullshit. So my, no bullshit. Since when have we ever <laughs> anyway? Um, so real talk, as far as the drug goes, like I said, it's clean. At the end of the day, I am a seven year long uh, metastatic cancer patient. So things start to kind of tick away at you a little bit. Uh, the, I have like the problem with the breathing and the coughing. I get shortness of a breath very easily now. No um, stairs. No stairs. Um, it's, it's not great. Like my level of discomfort is not awesome. I mean, am I allowed to go out and like function everyday life? Yes. But is it extremely taxing? Also, yes. Like, you know, I went to a museum fundraiser Saturday night and then all day Sunday, I could hardly even get up off the couch. Like, yeah, it just takes it so over. much. She was like, no, girl, today's my day. It just I'm, takes so much yeah. out of you. So there Which is you have that. to recognize and breathe into and pay attention to not do, not overdoing it, just like with any treatment. Right. Is kind of learn um, what you need to kind of Which keep Which is it. really hard for me because I go hard. You do. I always have. To me, I'm like... There's only so much like life. There's a finite amount of life that we all have. And mm-hmm. to me, I'm like going to go rock that shit. 
and I do it as hard and as fast as I can. Now, I do take time for myself. I'm not like a kamikaze about it. But at the same time, like there, you you just have to just do it. Was that also not PC? What? The kamikaze part. Sorry. I don't know. I Please apologize. I apologize. It's not what I mean. She Whatever. She cancer. Lay <laughs> off of her. <coughs> oh, the cloth. And there we go. There we go. First time. There we You made it. Yay. You made it how many minutes in, Ben. She God. made it in before she needed it. Lord mercy. Lord mercy. I'm actually shocked that I made it this long. So, anywho, long story short, do I feel great? No. Um, but I don't, I have definitely have felt worse. Um, I went through uh, a little stage. God, this is, this is how you're like, am I old or is it cancer? And you've heard <laughs> us talk about this before. But with my job, I have to drive a vehicle. With that vehicle, I have to take um, defensive driving classes like every three years. And what that entails is like getting in your car uh, in a giant parking lot and they're like, floor it. Get up to 45 miles an hour. Slam on your brakes. Break left. Break right. Do this. Do that. Because they're oh. helping to sharp, sharpen your skills okay. on how to avoid a collision. Car accidents or, <laughs> you know, skid on, you know, if you're skidding, if you're hydroplaning, whatever. I actually really, really love these courses because I am Wreck-It Ralph by nature. Like, if I could go fast and slam on the brakes, like, yeah, I'm going to do it. That was a Thursday. By Friday, I couldn't get out of bed. Because it was like rocking My back, back was mm-hmm. fucked. And when I mean that, like, I couldn't lay down. I couldn't stand up. If I stood up and I tried to stand up straight, my knees would buckle. I ended up in the emergency room by Sunday. With a CT scan, stable for the lung stuff. So that's good. But like what they have hypothesized, two different thoughts. I have metastatic cancer in my spine in two places, thoracic and lumbar. And they're like, everybody has been like, you doing that has jangled whatever that is. You know what I mean? Like somehow has jangled your mets in your spine, which is causing like this really horrific pain. I'm talking like, like Toradol shots. With Weren't like, touching it. Yeah. Like, yes. this stuff was no joke. Um, my oncologist here, though, I told you he was very, very smart. Um, he's like, show me exactly where this pain is. And when I showed it to him, he's like, your Mets is up here. Your Mets is L1. You're pointing to, like, L5. He's like, I think it's muscular, which is great because, I mean, they were like, you might have to do radiation. So they so think it it's was muscular. The test that did that. They because think they thought, think it was the. They think it was the. My oncologist here thinks that it was. The like test. the the driving, driving the test. driving course and stuff like that that did it. But there, I I do have Mets, and he said it could be a transfer of pain. But there was also a period of time that Tia was coughing so hard that they were worried, like she'd thrown something out. Correct. Coughing. Also, so, trying to cough with your like back completely thrown out, dude. <laughs> So you trade one for the other, but back kind of to where we've talked about and, and I have torn muscles in my rib from coughing. Oh, just. I have just torn muscles in my ribs from coughing, and which now pops. Every time I take a breath in, you can hear it pop. It's bananas. So, like, when I'm saying I'm held together with, like, super glue and duct tape and, like, you know, mascara, well, I'm not kidding. Hell, you look fabulous. <laughs> to be smoke held and, together like that. Smoke and smoke mirrors, and baby. Mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. So, but you can't fart sideways, you guys. It doesn't let off. Mm-mm. You got to let them know every symptom. Every symptom. Every problem. Anything that pops up that doesn't feel quite right, they've got to know. Um, because, again, this beautiful data is providing so much future. So much future. So and much they future. have to know. They want to know, like, are you having headaches? Are you having runny noses? Because these are all things that can be caused 
from the trial drug. So they have to document all this stuff. So, you know, when you go in there, you're like, tick, 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 tick. Here's all the things that are going on because those need to be reported because I'm not going to shortchange somebody else if all of a sudden they come up with something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That they could have, you know, known that maybe it was coming. I, I can't, you can't not be honest about that stuff. I am incredibly thankful for this. And I really do love the scientific aspect of it. Um, I'm just, I, I like it, man. I'm happy to be a part of it. And if anything, you know, here we are all these months later, you were having growth and now you're not. So, yeah. So, um, kind of let's parlay that into our next question, which is, um, what comes next? What have they told you comes next if for some reason, so you'll stay on this drug as long as it works. As long as it works. And then let's go there. So. If it stops working. Like what, what, what comes next? next? Another okay. clinical trial. Possibly. Or- it depends on how long I can stay on this. So on average, I can get about a year out of one of these drugs. Just um, a year? Mm-hmm. I've had some that have gone for like a year and a half, and I've had some that have quit in six months. So you know what I mean? But like on average, it's about a year. So my oncologist here um, said, he's like, listen, we need you to be able to stay on this for as long as you can. And he's like, and by that, I mean, like, we've got to get at least six months out of this drug. Because, again, prior therapies can knock you out of the running for future therapies, right? Because it just may not work for you. It's not that they're Mm -hmm. trying to withhold it from you. It just might not be, it might be pointless. If I were to push through in three months, I would have to go to IV chemo. Flat out. If I can get it at least six months, the the hope is, is that there's something else that they can parlay me into another clinical trial out there that I could be eligible for. So that's the idea. So the longer I can get out of this one without tumor growth, the better it sets me up for future trial drugs. So how often are they scanning you? I get scanned every two months. Okay. Yep. Every two months, which I actually have a a CT and bone scan on Friday. So it's blood work every week and scans every... So blood blood work is now every two weeks. Every time I'm down there, it's every two weeks. And then, like I said, uh, CT, bone... Um, scans every two months. So, so do you see doctors here at all? I still see, I still may see my oncologist here uh, probably about once a quarter um, because I, you know, I'm, I'm down at the Sarah Cannon Research Institute. It was so funny because when I talked to the doctor down there, she was, I was like, so what happens? Like, do I still go to my doctor at home? Do I do that? She's like, you go here now. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember her saying <laughs> yeah. that. And I was like, all right. Yeah. All right, I go I go here now uh, with my lemongrass water dispenser. Well, at least they had that. Hey, listen, I got a cappuccino. Listen, I'm telling you, this place room, is so legit. It was like, so nice. It's super nice. And I, I'm just, I'm really thankful. Uh, I, when I was getting worried in the beginning, when I was up for these three different trials and I wasn't sure what I was going to get in and driving to Nashville, I started doing research on my own. Like, where are maybe some other places that were closer? Cleveland or UK or Ohio State or something like that that I could have gone to. This particular trial, it was Nashville or Denver. So, well, one yeah. one is a lot more travel than the other. Yeah, exactly. Say. So, you know, you do your do your humor or your homework. Yep, do your homework <laughs> um, because you know there might be other places out there that are closer or that make more sense for you. But you've always got to be your own advocate. You know, yes. Like, You've got to put in the work and you've got to ask the questions because don't, don't take one answer from one place. You know, no. you can, you can, I had a friend whose dad 
travel. They went and stayed in Texas for a while while he got oh, his yeah. treatment. Yeah. treatment. You know, there are other things. You've just got to be put in touch with the right people. You with do. The right and bird dog to, things, too. I mean, there were times yeah. in my trial coordinator, like, I wouldn't hear from her for a few days. Not because she had forgotten about me, but because there's so much back-end work that goes into these trials um, that I would call her. I bird dogged the hell out of her. I'm like, all right, Donna, what do we got next? You, Donna. You need to tell me, Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. You know what I mean? Like, to the point to where she probably wanted to wring my neck. I don't care. She right. was actually very, very sweet. Yes, she didn't want to wring my neck. Sweet. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. You have to get in there and advocate for yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, there's always, things are always evolving. So what might not, you might not be eligible for now, you know, there might something that sure. comes up a little later. So please... Do that research. Do that research for your loved ones. Now, don't come at them if they're not ready to hear it, but present it yeah. in a pretty way. Um, <laughs> pretty way. I remember when I was finished with my treatment and I'd already had my surgery, there was um, a clinical trial going on at Cabell Huntington Hospital here, um, but I missed it. So I hit all of the other yeah. criteria, but it was a time frame thing. Like by the yeah. time I had recovered from my how many cohorts they put through yeah. at one time, and yep. So part of me kind of like, well, would that have helped me or would it not? That's where I go in yep. my brain hole. Um, but I just kind of hold steady and hold faith that if something were to pop up for me, I will I will do the same thing to you did. I will travel to the ends of the earth to keep me here on the sure. side of the grass. Yep, and that's where we want you. That's um, what we got going on right now. That's why we've been That's gone. That's why we've been off for six months. Yeah, it's been six, six months. So we, months. We saw, we're sorry. Uh, we do have future episodes planned. Um, we have a friends episode where, you know, we could talk about, you know, we talk with our friends about what it was like being a friend to somebody with cancer. So, you know, that can help loved ones out there and maybe know how they cope or how, you know, t- tips and tricks from our, from our loved ones. Um, we we've have got a parental, we've got the parental, parental units episode so from you, their perspective of having a child yep um what you're supposed to say and not to say God. <laughs> yep when to lay off when to not <laughs> yep um, um so there's there's that episode so we do have some things coming forward um but i just i needed to um go bird dog some stuff for my life for several months so i'm still in the thick break. of it yes and we are so glad that you are Holding strong and steady and as pretty as ever, as always. She does it with a smile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Until but, the cameras go off and then it's back well, to being. But then nobody else sees it. Then it's just me. <laughs> and, it's, and Ben, who's like sworn to secrecy for the rest of his life. Ben, who chooses not to hear half of what we talk about because <laughs> he's, he's over like, there on his phone. Oh, God. But uh, we wanted to explain why we've been We gone. needed to explain ourselves. Yep. Yes. And he has done, done so wonderful this episode with just one coffin fit. I know, just one coughing fit. Yeah, we are proud. Sometimes you cough till you gag, and that's super fun. Yeah, especially with like a rib and a back thing going on. Honey, let me tell you, it's been wild, man. This this life is a trip. Uh, But we do want to plug our things that we always plug. For me, it's brobes, thebrobe.com, your surgical um, garment. Yep, great for a gift, great for yourself. Um, you can go to their website, thebrobe.com. They've also got some new 
um, merchandise out there yep. uh, for you to kind of shop with your friend. And for Tia, it is... It's beauty brought to you by Cirocell. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to talk about how, how, how good I look? Um, it's a better life. I've always laughed and said oh, it's a better life through injectables, cosmetics, and pharmaceuticals. Um, <laughs> that's fact. But Cirocell is out there. Uh, they do have the Cirocell serum. And then they also have the recovery serum, which um, anecdotally has been good for uh, some patients who have gone through radiation. Yes. Some of the calming effects that there is there for radiation stuff. So that's a little bit, like I said, like off label is probably not the right word for it, but that's just, like I said, some things that have happened anecdotally. Um, but that is a, a science-based uh, skincare uh, regimen that has been really meaningful to a lot of people. So if you're fighting to keep from looking like the Crypt Keeper and don't want to look <laughs> like, you know, you're a haggard cancer patient, um, I suggest giving that a whirl. Well, I've gotten several messages from people saying, you know, so-and-so, my coworker, you know, my family member has been diagnosed. I want to get them something. What can I get them? Yeah. And like we've said, you know, fuzzy, blo- fuzzy blankets and socks <laughs> are really great. Um, but getting something that really makes a difference, um, in the recovery, the treatment while you're in it is yes. great. Um, so check those products out. Yep, so we, got- we stand by them. Yes. 1000%. Uh, so um, that's the brobes, the brobes, the brobes.com dot com. And then Cirocell, yes. which is S E R U C E L L. Yes, Cirocell. Quick Google search will get you right there as yeah. well. We want to take a moment to thank Marshall University and Ben Ng, as always, as for always. providing us this beautiful place to just let us your world with all this let us cancer heathens, talk. Let us heathens roam. So. Yes. So I promise it will not be too much longer. We will get back to you with some topics that we have gotten um, under our Cute belts. Yep. Yeah. And as always, Questions, concerns, anything that you would like to hear about, questions answered. We have a Curb Stompin' Cancer page on Facebook, and you can hit us up that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's about it, sis. That's about it. It's cool. Glad give us five back. stars. Get on yes. Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast and give us five stars. You know, it helps drive us up the uh, up the charts. You don't have to say anything. You could just give us five stars. Well, I mean, you can also, if you want to. but Don't say anything shitty. I mean, listen, I don't care if it drives us up the <laughs> charts. It's fine with me. Anyways, we love you very much. Thank yes. you so much for hanging out with us. Just a little update, um, and we hope all is right in your universe. Yeah. Well, I love you. Love you. Thank you guys Bye. so much. Bye-bye. See you soon.